Hey, what's up? It is Tony Estes. Welcome to the Before the Pop podcast. I have probably the most special guest that I will ever have on the podcast, and I'm super duper excited about it. Um, I'm going to just introduce him. Okay? I'm ready. Ladies and gentlemen, the Ebony Man 1957. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny wow. Collins and also my husband. That's why he's special. Yay! Ooh. Johnny. <laughs> hey, babe. Hey. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. I'm I, so I love excited. being had by you. Hey, hey, hey. Don't start that. Don't be that. <laughs> um, so uh I'm super duper excited yeah. to have you here for a number of reasons. One, because you my husband, right? And I just love you and all of those things. But in addition to you being my husband, and I'm not just saying this because you're my husband, you're like super duper dope. Am like, I blushing? I'm blushing. I don't know. I'm blushing I don't know. <laughs> you're super duper dope. Um, you've done a lot of things. I have had the privilege of witnessing the growth and um, the process sure. of getting to where you are now. And um, we are where we, we are, are now. And I'm saying you are because, you know, I'm interviewing you. I can't really, you know, but where we are now, I was. Um, I'm going to sit sexy on the couch. Go on and sit sexy. Go on and sit sexy. Feel a little stiff. <laughs> um, and so uh, this is just, this is a really cool moment. I had a situation with our son. We were just talking about, we have a son that's 14. You've probably heard me talk about him before. But um, this one, he, this was when. Johnny, little Johnny, you hate for me to call him little Johnny. Like he not little. He Johnny. He a, he a man, right? Um, but he's Johnny O'Collins the third. Um, I had a situation when he was probably in the fourth grade, and it happened to be Black History Month. Yeah. And um, we were talking about the title industry, and I was saying at the time, were were you the first? You weren't the first title. Um, company owner at the time. I can't remember exactly what I was talking about. Okay. But he had a light bulb moment and was like, wait, mommy, so my daddy is like, like a part of Black History Month. And I was like, I was driving. I was like, you know what? He is, son. He was like, that's really cool. And so it was just a situation where you, you deal with somebody every day and you don't even really think about those things, right? So, um, we're just going to run through a series of questions. First, let me say this. The purpose of the whole podcast is to give people or to help people along the way and help them create their blueprint, right? Absolutely. Because um, people say stuff. We'll take marriage, for example. People say before you get married, I mean, marriage is work. Marriage is work. And when you're a young buck, it's kind of like, <laughs> they just don't know us. Like Light we, work. We're we not going to have to work like that yeah, because yeah. we just love each other. And then you get married and it's like, oh, marriage is work. But be prior to, you don't know what the work looks like, right? You just hear people saying it and there's no real understanding of what hard, works, hard work means in marriage. And I think it's like that in a lot of things. Uh, business. Sports, whatever it is, there's people don't know what the hard work looks like. Well, let me say this. It's not even the hard work. It's the soft work. 
Hey. Ooh, it's it the was, soft work. Okay. Emotional intelligence, Ooh. learning how to manage each other emotion each other's emotional states. You know, being able to cope with the ups and downs of not just life, but life plus being married and carrying out your responsibilities as a married person and maybe being an adult, maybe being a parent, maybe cooking, maybe washing the car. Yeah. So all of those things you said it's the soft work. Yeah, the soft work. You know, in business, in our business now, we we have someone that's very dear to to us, actually. Mm -hmm. And he's been instrumental at helping us understand the power of the soft work, even even in the corporate arena. And it's tough. As a matter of fact, it's been the toughest work we've done as an executive group. It's it's tough. Super tough. Okay, yeah. so let me ask you this. Because um, I want to start, not at the very beginning, but I want to start, you know, to the at the front of when you started this process. Um, so I know all the things. When Johnny and I met, Johnny and I met, um, Johnny worked a regular corporate job, right? Yeah. Was doing good, making a good income. We had just gotten married, and we were married for about three weeks. And then Joker came home and said he quit his job. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. No I was That's like, what? I was like, huh? Do what now? So I was, you know, because I came from the music industry, I was. Well, you, I know, you know what I didn't realize okay. in the beginning of my marriage? What? I didn't realize how I represented stability in your life. Now, now, mind you, I don't want that to be an overstatement. Like, you didn't need me to be stable at that right, time. Right, right, right. But I didn't understand my role at helping, you know, at being us being stable in your life. I just didn't know that. I, I just didn't know. And honestly, as you say that, I didn't really know the role. I didn't know what that meant, really. I just knew that. You coming home telling me that you quit your job. When she met like, me, I had I had seven hundred dollars saved. I was balling. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I just I so when you when you came and we were staying at your mom's house because we were getting some stuff done to our house. Yeah. We were having some stuff done to our house. Um, a house that he bought as a sophomore in college, it was by the way, the right? Second house I bought. Second right. So that'll if that gives you um I was some eighteen years old. <laughs> If that gives you some perspective on his mindset, um, that was his second house that he bought in I college. Um, here's the question. So you went to TCU, um, actually in the Hall of Fame at TCU, because people are like, they go to TCU, everything. Every time I turn on the video, he got on a purple shirt. Like, we are fully vested in TCU at this point. Like, got the Hall of Fame. Give a lot to TCU. But if we, but if I wasn't in the Hall of Fame, I mean, I, I just love TCU. I grew up around TCU right down the street. I went to school, Lily B. Clayton down the street from TCU. TCU's been a big part of my life. Yeah, it has. It has. It's been, a, and it's a big part of my life now, right? Yeah. Um. So here's the question: You went to TCU. Did you go to TCU to get the degree that you got with your business in mind? Like, what? Like, did you go to school for what you do now? Absolutely. I went. <laughs> like, well, I'm like, wait, that. Let me tell you something. Right? I went to TCU for fast cars, fast women, and win national championships. <laughs> you know, when I went to TCU, I really didn't even understand what college was about. Like, when I look back now, I had no clue what I was walking into. 
I hadn't studied in seven years. <laughs> I hadn't studied since doggone sixth grade, you know? And um, it's funny because after my, my freshman year, the first semester of my freshman year, I literally had a 1.6 GPA. They give you that just for showing up. Balling. <laughs> I had a one point, and if I tell you it was one of the best semesters of my I, collegiate career, I bet you it was, was off the chain. I bet you it was. Now here's the here's the problem with that. My father was not the type of man to get involved in the micro of my day to day. Son, you doing what you're supposed to do? Yes, sir. You going where you're supposed to be? Yes, sir. You, you know, I mean, you helping them folk make their money. Yes, sir. I was not doing what I was supposed to do. <laughs> I absolutely was not. Where I was, you know what I did very well my freshman year in college? Oh, what? Tecmo Bowl. <laughs> oh, we, yeah, we, didn't, yeah, yeah, we didn't even have we didn't even have the up to date. We was playing Tecmo Bowl and I was killing boys in Tecmo Bowl. But anyway, I was on academic probation after my freshman year. My father, you know, grabbed me by the arm, which was. <laughs> a very manly grab and said, hey, get your life together. I don't want to have this conversation with you anymore. In true form, I got my life together. I ended up majoring in psychology. I started off in the business school. Uh, I flunked out. They let me back in. And, uh, and then my father got sick. Um, you know, this was a telling of my junior year. He got sick. And uh, I wanted to graduate because when he was diagnosed with cancer, they actually told us that he'd have two weeks to live. And as he continued to live, he lived for another 15 months. As he continued to live, I just wanted him to see me graduate. So I, so I got into the psychology department only because that was the fastest way I could graduate. I could care less about school. Long story short, I graduated with a psychology degree. It's definitely not uh, what I went to school to do. Mm-hmm. I always knew that I was going to be in business in some capacity. I did not know I was going to be in business with a psychology degree. That's the long way of answering your question. No. <laughs> no. You went to school and got a psychology degree. Did your father see you graduate? No. Okay. How, how close was he to seeing you graduate? He was very close. Got it. Uh, I graduated uh, December uh, well, I guess I graduated. Uh, no, I graduated in two thousand, first semester of two thousand. Okay. And uh, he died December third of ninety nine. So it. he missed it by a few months. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, now snap out of that now. Snap out of that. I see you over there looking sad. Now. No, I'm no, 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 no. I'm not looking sad. I'm. I do have a different perspective of that whole because when you and I met, we were really young, um, and. Um, now that we've been married for so long, I have a completely different perspective on the whole thing, right? On your mom's position when we first got married, on your just just a whole lot of stuff. So right? my father died when my mother was literally my age. I'm right. 44 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was crazy. Yeah. Um. So you didn't go to school for what you do now. No. So Johnny, let me say this, Johnny. Hey, I t- if you follow me on Instagram and you see any of what we have going on in my stories, I always talk about Johnny being an old man. Like, I'm like, this man is a 44-year-old. He's 44 now, but when he was 24, 
He was a 75-year-old man on the inside, right? I'm sure what that means. Which, is, which I think is amazing, right? But I always tease him about it. Um, and you have, you know, more grit, like in a gritty kind of way, like probably more than anybody I know. Like just real, just like raw, uncut grit. Like some people have grit, but in a more like a sophisticated, you know, like, no, I'm going to do this. You got like. I, I'll tell y'all a quick story. I'll never forget this. We had a flat one time on the side of the road. And I told my wife I was going to change the flat. Well, I look up under the, the, her truck at the time, and her spare was flat. I said, no problem. I just so happened to have a little plug kit to where you just, you know, you punch a hole. You, you know, you do what you do to just plug it. And I always carried <laughs> like an a, a automatic pump in the back of the truck when you had that expedition. Oh, man. And so I just <laughs> fixed it on the side of the road, you know, cars blowing by, they about to kill us. She, she fussing at me. Like, I'm being nice about it right now, but she literally, she's not happy that I'm. Are you talking about when we were out of town? Oh, no, not even that time. Oh. But just, just fixed it, right? And she said, you just fixed it? I said, yeah, I fixed it. She said, how do you even know how to do that? I said, I grew up on a farm. That's what you do on the farm. You just get out and you fix stuff. It doesn't matter whether it's a bulldozer or a helicopter. You just fix it. Yeah, and and that's, that's what I grew up doing. And that's the kind of how you live your life, And right? people are amazed when that kind of stuff. One thing my father always told me, he said, you, you need to make sure you're really good at figuring out how to figure it out. And on that kind of stuff, I'm just good at it. You know, I, and actually, I like it. I and miss you know, it sometimes. You know how they say um, your, your, your best, you know, things are a blessing and a curse or your worst, your, your best asset is also your worst asset. Yeah. Grit, right? So same situation. He, it's like he just, we getting it done. We just tunnel vision. I've literally had to say, hey, 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 no. Like, go sit your behind down. You're going to get killed. You're going to, you know what I'm saying? Like, on trying to just fix something. It's like, dude, no, we're not doing that. What it, we're not doing it. I got to put, you know what I mean? Whatever. And so, but that's, but, but that same thing that makes me have to grip you up by your shirt and be like, look, now is the same thing that makes you great, right? Okay. So you got a psychology degree. Yeah. Um, and you are now like, not just officially, like you're knee deep. In the title industry. I'm in the game. Um, how did you even get to title? Because title was not on the radar for me anyway. Like, I, I've never heard you talk about title. I feel like most of the industries that you've worked in have been. I can take it one step further. When I came home and told Tony we were going to get in the title business, she said, mm, okay. And then we probably didn't talk about it for about three months. Maybe. I don't. And then I was telling you, I was telling you about. A, another company that we were thinking about buying, which was a, a just super random story attached to it, and I was telling you about that, and you were like, mm -mm, "Just, just, I need to just start your own." But the reason, one of the reasons I was probably like, mm, "Is because I talked about the when he left his job when we first got married, but he had done so many things in the process." I was just like. Oh, See, this is good for people to know too. Yeah. He was at a point where, where Tony was like, look, <laughs> no new businesses. Nothing like, else. Like, you know, like he would get these. Oh, so he, and then he had this ability to land these jobs <laughs> that people would just be begging and crying. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, and I'm thinking, you're going to do what now? Like, 
You don't quit. What, what you mean? Like, 100,000, 150,000, yeah, 180,000. Like, I don't want it. Like, why? Mm-hmm. Like, he just couldn't. He, this, this is not going to work. I'm like, oh, God. I don't want it. And so, as a wife, I'm thinking, what have I got? Remember, we talked about stability. Remember, I'm telling you, I did not realize my role in terms of stability in your life at that time. I didn't appreciate it, I don't think. Yeah, no. Maybe that's the better way. I realized it, but I didn't appreciate my role inwardly, you know, as stability, you know, for our family at that time. Right, because I'm a I'm a singer, writer, entrepreneur. So my money comes, but it comes differently than every two to four. So quick story. I don't want to take you off what you're thinking about, but she went out, LA did this thing, and uh, you know, she had gone out to LA a lot and done a lot of things, right? But this one particular time, it was for a uh, not a commercial, but for a uh, like a jingle. And I never forget the first check came, and it was like $125. The feeling of just defeat <laughs> and disappointment that I had after seeing that one. I said, You went out there and spent all that time out there for $125. And I'm only gonna publicly tell you, I'm sorry. I apologize. I, I apologize for young Johnny Collins. He just, Ooh, young Johnny he just Collins had no finesse. Yes. But so keep going. Let's just say, I don't know what the time was, right? Let's say it was four years later. Four years later, that same $125 check was coming in 20 and 30 at a time, you know? And it's like, oh, oh, this is why you went out there, you know, and did it. And there was a period where, where Tony was really holding us down. And it's like, luckily, it wasn't a long time. But I'm appreciative of that time. Like, you really held us down. And it goes back to the conversation we're having about, you know, me just being stable. I was never unstable mentally, but I was on a search. And I knew internally that there was something greater for me. And my wife knew that. And she believed in me and always supported me. And I think our biggest disconnect is I was never a great planner. And so if I woke up, on Friday, it don't matter that they paid me $20,000 this month. They can have that. I want to go do what I want to go do and get like some real, you know, I need resolve. I'm one of those guys. I need resolve around issues internally. Mm-hmm. If I don't have resolve around issues internally, sometimes it's just very difficult for me to find peace. So going back to your question about the title business. We got into the title business really searching for resolve uh, around the issue that we had in our lending business. So I'm listening to Philip cuss out this person. And Philip is his business partner, by the way. It's my he's my partner. My I always cousin. feel this bad about BFF. I hate introducing him sometimes as my business, but he's my friend. He's, you know yeah, I mean? he is but your we, friend. We I'm just, just have to but be I'm giving it to yeah, now. but yeah, but that's yeah. 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 So with that stated, he dog cussing this lady, and rightfully so. But you just have to understand our relationship because I don't curse, right? Um, I'm the saved one at the group. Uh, <laughs> with that, Ooh, anytime somebody say that, I be said, afraid. Look. I said, you know what? We ought to just start our own. And literally, nine months later, we had our own title agency. We didn't start off with a small fee office or some kind of situation. We just went all out. We dumped a bunch of money in it, partnered with some guys, got into the title fight on the on the. Uh, Really, as investors, that was our point. We started Adobe Title, 
by partnering with two guys and giving them the money uh, to fund it. And we were just going to kind of sit back and just make a dividend off the global, you know, profits. And that thing went the hell in the hand, Bass. I don't want to go too fast. We ain't going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but so because the purpose of of the podcast is to help people to understand that you don't come up with an idea today and it comes to fruition next weekend and you're on and you're getting all the awards and making all the money. It just it just doesn't work that way, even if when it looks like. It's working that way. And so you said that the title business came out of the lending business. Well, the lending business. And out of the need to find resolve around an issue. And that was just making sure that we had the ability to to get our our loans closed for like blue collar folks. Like these folks are working hard every day. They don't have the capacity or maybe the ability or the the, the agility. You know, they, they weren't agile enough in their jobs to take off in the middle of the day and go spend an hour and a half, two hours closing on a transaction. They needed somebody to cater to them after normal business hours. So we got into the title business specifically to service people after normal business hours. That was the, that, that was the problem. That we was we the got problem. into the Y'all business saw, yeah. to quench that problem. To quench that problem. Okay. So... Y'all did. It, it feels like y'all started it because honestly, as the wife, right, married to you at the time, building it, we had little babies at the time. So I remember a lot of, but it's a lot that I just. Well, you had babies. <laughs> that's one that of my, mean? that's one of my, I don't want to call it a regret, but that's one of the fights in business ownership. There will be sacrifices. And if you're not willing to sacrifice something for good, you know, it's not worth it. Stay on your job. Take that, take that money and just be happy. And you know what? Honestly, if I'm if I'm gonna if we're gonna keep it transparent. She would have loved me to stay on my job and take no, that no, money no, and no, be no. happy. Well, no, 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 no. Um, you know, like at the time, sure it's like, oh, this is a gamble. But of course now I'm like, oh, this is you know what I'm saying? Like it was great. But I, I was about to say, if I'm honest, for me, that has been the hardest part about my own personal journey because I'm always nervous or second guessing what I'm actually willing to sacrifice, right? Yeah. Like, I'm for dang sure ain't willing to sacrifice my babies, right? Like, I just, that's just something that I can't even wrap my mind around, right? Um, I'm not willing to sacrifice my marriage. Yeah. And so. And you could have on several occasions and, and, you know, at least had more access to money. <laughs> yeah. But that worked out. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I just, you know, that, that is, that is sometimes specific. And you know what's something I'm going to be, uh, here's another honest moment. And I notice I hear people talk about this. I hear, but it just dawned on me like, from a real place in the last probably year, men and women operate completely different in the world. Like completely different. Johnny doesn't ask for permission to do nothing. <laughs> like he like, oh, this is what we're doing. I'm gonna go do it. How you gonna do it? You just gonna do it. He doesn't ask, he don't he doesn't ask to do anything. This is what I say I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it and y'all figure the rest out, right? 
Somebody, I don't know if it's somebody because, figure that. Yeah, and it's and and I, I, th- I mean, girls are. I don't know if it's the way girls are raised in general. It's like you're nice. You want to be nice. Like no, don't say. You know what I mean? I'm. I was raised that way. Um, and it's like you be a late. All of those things. And so now certain things that I don't even need to have permission for. I feel like I need to go ask somebody who I don't know. Let's just let me go see if I could. You know what I mean? So I I feel like that has been like a huge advantage. Um, for you, but we see women do it because cause your mama don't ask for permission to do something. Doggone do nothing. Right. But I feel like it has to do with so I've had a I had a soft, huggy, lovey, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever environment. So now it's just I don't I'm, I'm not ah, there, there's not times my, in life where you can't wait to ask for permission. Everybody be dead if you stand around asking for permission. Listen. Like, so sometimes you just gotta, you know, you just gotta do something. You know, like like old girl on uh on uh with what's that Disney junk show? Junk you do something. Like you gotta do something. You know, and you if you do don't, it. you know, it's kinda like, you know, TCU just got crushed in the national championship game, you know, by Georgia. Okay, whatever. But I'd rather watch TCU get crushed in person than sit at home and watch them win on TV. Right. It's like some things you just have to do knowing that there's a possibility that it's not gonna turn out the way that you want it to turn out. But at least you'll do it and you'll have the ability to have some say-so in the process. Got it. That's kind of one of my greatest fears. I don't want to fail and not have the ability to turn the wheel. Right. You know, I, I don't want something to go wrong and I not have the ability to impact, you know, the end. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 yeah, it's, I think people are. It's not just men and women. You know, when women when women do things that's outside the norm, they're considered savages, right? Mm-hmm. Oh man, she dope. She a savage. Right. No, she just in control, you know. And look, you don't have to do it in a way that maybe deems savage to be in control. Just that everybody has a different level of finesse or a different level of just how they go about things, you right. know. And I think. You know, obviously ours, well, it used to be totally opposite. It's not so much totally opposite now. I think it's inverting now. What? I think you're you're more of the rawr, <laughs> you know, and I'm kind of, you know, dialing back a little bit. You so think? I know. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> it's just one of those things where, you know, it just depends on where you're at in life, you know, how you were raised, you know, how life has progressed, you know, life has a way of. Life and get a change. Life will li- life gone life, and I and and we have you've softened up based on my personality, and I've I've got a little roar in me based on your personality. It's kind of rubbed off on each other. Would you say that because my my approach is more like I I love people. Would you say I love people? Absolutely. And I love people. Love making people feel special. Absolutely. Um and um so that's my way. What's, what you do there for? Oh, none. none. <laughs> that's, that's my way. Is to, you know, everybody, I just want everybody to feel special. I like to be honest. I like to be... Sincere. sincere. Transparent. I, I, and I'm, real. And do you feel like I am sincere? Like when Absolutely. You, Too sincere sometimes. Get off the phone with that woman and tell her we can't help her. That's what <laughs> I want her to say sometimes. No, but I just, you know, I just, um, that's my way. And so to see your way... Um, is is dope? Like you, you get you get her done. Well, that's that's. 
That's it because used to, of a lot of things. It used to drive me nuts. Like, oh my God. When but the, now in the beginning, like, it drove you nuts because I didn't have nothing to show for it. Well, no, I don't think that was it. I'm just like, oh, you talk to people. He wouldn't talk to him bad, but it would just be like, hey, so you going, and I'm like, dang, you can't go around the corner and come through the back and say, say it kind of nice. She like, dude, we ain't got time to do all that. Look, we gonna, this is what it is. And it's, but it's again, what makes you great um, in business. So let me, let me get to this. What was the biggest obstacle to getting to? Not knowing. I didn't know. I, I, we didn't know how to hire dope people. We didn't know how to, you know, do the soft work in, in helping, you know, our people within the business, right? We just had great relationships with our friends. The, what, what, what helped us in the beginning, we were in business with our friends. Winston, Winston, you know, my, my mentor, my cousins, my big cousin. He came in, he bailing me out. Me and Philip, he's helping us out. We brought in some other folks. They were our friends. Um, then we were able to hire a few key people that just really helped us. Some with, well, one is still with us. The rest of them gone. We didn't know how to, how to, how to really help people establish longevity, you know, in terms of employment. Like, we just didn't know what we didn't know. So was there an obstacle? Because that's the obstacle once you were in the business. Was there an obstacle that you felt like was big um, trying to get into the business? Like, was it hard to find some people to invest into the title company? You know what I'm saying? To invest into? Or was it just like, oh, we bumped into these people and they were, you know what I mean? Like, how did that, how did, you know what I mean? Like, was there, no, once you said situ- we want to Our be- situation was different. You forgive, our situation was different then. Life started getting good. We had some money, so we just did it. Now we bet it all on black. With the mortgage company. With the title company. Okay, so I think you've With taken the mortgage it. company. Philip was already in the mortgage game. We just partnered. I brought the people I knew. He already had a process going. He was killing it already. Gotcha. I, I brought I just brought new leads. Gotcha. And I brought in new leads. That was another wave of income in general. And that was, I mean, that was the simple. That was, I hate to call it easy, but that was the easy part. So was the was the Okay, so you're in the because I want to make sure I'm clear about this. So you were in the t- you were in the mortgage, the lending business, right? Mm-hmm. But was there a leap that you had to make to get entitled, or was it just like, oh, we know such and such, we can just call them and see if we can partner with them? No, because we, you originally we didn't said, know anything about the business. Philip had a friend that was an escrow officer. We called her, said, "Hey, we're thinking about starting a title company. Come help us." She said, "Okay." That's that's what I'm looking for. Got you. I'm I'm looking for that, right? Because people have ideas all the time, but it's like they don't know the first place. Like, okay, like I want to build a skyscraper, but you have you don't know who to call to build a skyscraper. So that's what I wanted to know. Was it a big leap? No, it was not a big leap, right? Philip had somebody and they called in. Then once you got into the industry, there were other obstacles that you dealt with, right? Sure. Um, and so, um, and you said that was in hiring people and find, what changed? What changed about how you hire then versus how you, how, how you hire now? We brought in some help. We brought in some help. Who's one of the best in the world at it. And even with that help, it's still a challenge, but we have a process now. We hadn't, we hadn't, refined the process. And so that's the biggest difference now. We have a process with a system to 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 you know that 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 
you know, feeds it and makes it work after people are on. So that's, that's just onboard. Hiring and onboarding is a challenge. If it wasn't, people wouldn't pay so much right. for help to, you know, to, to do, do it. it. Yeah. So I have these different, you and I have talked about this. I have these different, there's these different markers that I feel like, oh, we really jamming now. Like with, <laughs> with the business, like, okay, we got the title. Company. Yay, we got some, you know, back in the day, it used to be like, we got a logo and everybody and their grandma got, you know what I mean? Whatever. But it's like, so the different things that we went through, I was like, oh, yay, we got an employee. It's not you or Philip or whatever. Then we got a uh, teammate. A te- yeah, like every right. Employee. I'm saying, yeah, Nobody wants Johnny doesn't believe employees. Johnny is, believes in teammates. Everybody that's at teammates his company is, are teammates and coaches, right? Yeah. So the next thing, though, in my mind was when we had the first office in Dallas and it was the name, like the big giant letters that light up at night. I was like, <laughs> we doing something now, right? Like, <laughs> like we really got something. All I can think is I hope the wind don't blow it down. It, it sure costs a lot of money. Jeez. Yes. So that was the other leap. Then when everybody got insurance, not just us, like when the when the rest of the team got insurance. Health insurance? Health insurance, right? I was like, okay. Like it just felt more, even more real. Well, you know why that was such a big deal, right? Why? Because Justin Boots paid for my father's uh Insurance, obviously, but when he ran out of insurance, they paid for it. Got it. So it was just always important to me that we always gave our people insurance. Yeah. Because life life is fickle. So yeah. you don't want people out here and they don't have no insurance. Right. So then then we got to the 401ks. Yeah, 401ks. And I was like, <laughs> I really, I, it just, it, I was really, that's when I started being like, Oh my God! Well, it like, should have been the fact that we were matching. That should have been the fact that we were ma- matching in the four hundred one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I'm saying just four hundred one k period. But matching it is like the next level. And I, I mean, it was just a moment where I felt like this is not just something that we're trying out, and we're trying. We are now officially we in the game doing a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that was a huge um, deal for me. Now. That was the obstacle getting in. Then you talked about the obstacles of um, hiring. So what's what has been the biggest, like, who, what is, give me something that happened in business, because things happen in business, right? That you felt like, oh, this might, this might, this is bringing us to our knees. This might kill us. Our relationship with. Okay. They put us on a blacklist. We lost 85% of our business overnight. I called every day for a year and a half. They didn't take our call for three years. During that time, they sent me a letter and said they didn't want to do business with people like us. So when I look in the news now and see all this mess that they've done. You'd be like, oh. But that, that, that was the one. That almost took us out. You know, it took us out. And then, you know, and it's a lot because they didn't even give, you know, when we were kind of going through our transaction transition, they didn't even give us a chance. You know, I never want to make it, you know, but it is what it is. And I just, but we've overcome that now. We have. And so, but, but in that process, just to give, because I want people to understand that because I have, if I'm honest, I have a, I've had situations where people 
look at how my life is set up, whatever that means, um, and feel a certain kind of way, right? Like, well, she's different, which I'm not. Like, at all. well, I'm I maybe a little, but I'm grown. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm different now, right? Just a little bit. Um, but they feel some kind of way about that, not even taking into consideration, like, dude, like, I was with this jerker shooting at the gym, like PJ said. Like, check the score. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, you know what I mean? Whatever. And, but people, people just see, and I say this all the time, people see where a person is in the moment, and they feel like that's the way it's always been. Like, they've always had a certain measure of success. They've never had any obstacles. I'm going through this, but they didn't never have to go through that. Like, I'm telling you, I'm really going. But it's just because people aren't really talking about it, either because they don't have the platform or because they, they don't think well, about well, it Well, our society is not like that anymore. Our society is about the good. You only put the good stuff on social media. Like, we don't ever highlight a bunch of negative stuff. And then when people do highlight negative stuff, they crazy. They mentally, they, they mentally ill. No, Joker, I ain't mentally ill. I, I'm, I'm over here struggling. You <laughs> right, know? Right, and there right. are times, and because and, we want to be mindful that mental illness is a real deal, and I'm not making light of it at all. But, you know, our society highlights the good. We don't do a good enough job of really walking people through the negatives that we have to really overcome. Right. And quite frankly, I can go back to my track days. My most memorable times in track was not winning national championship. My most memorable times were the process. As a matter of fact, my loneliest times were the times when we were celebrating. Because I did that stuff with my father. He wasn't there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He died by then. The most memorable times were the process, going through the process with my friends, you know, Roy and KD and. Kendrick and Amantine, Amantine, you know, my buddies, you know, that, that, those are memories that we have forever. It's the same way in business. You know, we, we were able to overcome some really dark days, even with the Adobe stuff. You know, we kind of got typecasted as the bad guys and that. like, no, nah, these jokers is out here running rampant. We were literally, that was David and Goliath. Yeah, but, but you know what? Here's the thing. I'm cool. I mean, I, I throw rocks good. Like, I ain't tripping. I, I'm not, and I'm not here to hide my hands, right? My thing is just simply this. If, when you're in a fight, just fight your fight, right. you know, and, and have a group that you can share with. I've got a good group of guys, you know, my boy TK and Corey and Mark. And, you know, i got a great group of guys, Winston, you know. I, I can talk to all my buddies. We, we go through stuff together. Like, nobody's out here alone. And, and, you know, that's just a few of them. I got a, a, a vast network of people that I can go to with problems, and they're going to give me their version of what solution looks like. Got it. You know? But, um, but that was the most, that was the thing that almost took us out. Yeah, and, and, and again, it goes back to the grit, because you didn't take a salary for, what, three, two and a half years? It was a long time. And, I, and, I, and, I, and let me double down on this, okay? Mm -hmm. With all that being said, I learned more about myself and about how to run a business during that time. That's what we need to know. Any other time. That's what we need to know. It was actually the best thing that ever happened to my business life. And I, I would I would even reach and say to our marriage. Yeah, because what I learned is, because at first it was about the money. I mean, mm -hmm. then the money was gone. But we never panicked. 
No. Because I did, I did, we didn't need faith at that time to make no money or to even really have resolve in that problem because we'd yeah. already done it. We knew we was going to do it again. What we needed faith for was to make sure our kids was getting what they needed during a dark time. Yeah. To make sure their lifestyle didn't take such a hit to where it impacted them in a negative way. And they were little, so they really, they don't even remember any of this stuff. But let me tell you something that's Yeah, stood but you know what I remember? What? Your brother was living with us. His family was living with us. Oh, yeah. We had a lot going on. We had a lot going We on. were carrying a lot of people. We had a lot going on. I'm th- I guess I'm thinking more to when we moved to the newer house. That's that's what I, you know what I mean? They but were even then, we, yeah. were we were still kicking in to carrying. different series. You know, we had a lot going on. We had a lot on. of scenarios going and, on. And during that time, I also realized... That you can do a thing for people, but don't do a thing for people expecting people to do that thing, that same thing for you. Nope. That's the biggest. And it's not, and that's not an indictment against people. No, it's, it's just, just human nature. You have to do what you're gonna do because you want to. Absolutely. Not because you think somebody's gonna do the same for you. You just gotta you gotta do it for a one, two. But going to that grit thing, I remember, and you may or may not remember this. It was so, I mean, like, you know, of course, like you said, you start off and you like, oh, dang, this happened. They done stuck us on this list. We got to figure it out. And, you know, you're like three, two months, three months, four months, five months, nine months. Now, in the midst of this, everybody looking at us like we just the scum of the earth, too. Yeah. Like, like we just year, taking some L's. Like, like a year, oh we God. trying to, but, but yet, you, you never fired anybody. Never fired at nobody. At your company. You, you know what I'm saying? Like. But we need, we never laid anybody off. We fired a few. Yeah, folks well, yeah, we never laid anybody job. off because of yeah. Now we we took <laughs> it up, but you were like, no, I gotta do this for my people, right? And so, um, but I remember it going on for a long time and being, you know, maybe a year and a half in, and we were laying in the bed again. And I was like, dude, like we got this, this, this is. Like, is it something else y'all can do? You know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm thinking, dog, it don't look like this company is going to let us. They got their foot on our necks. Like, and they don't seem to be bothered by it. You know what I mean? They like, they, they, they can't they can tell less. that we can't breathe. Like, they don't give a crap about none of that, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, we gonna like, how are we going to do this? How are we going to pull this off? And Johnny looked at me. He was like, I'm not going to let these jokers run me off my porch. Yeah. I was like. Boy, you better come over here. Like it just—it was like I know that's right. You know what I'm saying? Like it just—it was scary, but it felt like it—it it was just—it was—it was like oh, I did. You know, I'm, you know what it I is. I married a dog. Let like, me tell you what it is. I'd rather watch TCU lose in person. You know what I mean? Yes. You were be at home and 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 watch them win because I was too afraid to go out there and be with my guys. Right. Listen. So my thing is, if I'm gonna lose, you know, I'm gonna be like that jugger on the Titanic. I'm going down with the ship. And I'm going to shed a few. And I'm going to salute jokers. And I'm going to say we did our best. You know what yes, I mean? Yes. And but this is what way- I know about that. I learned this from Art Williams. All you can do is all you can do. But if you really understand that all you can do is always good enough, there's never a time where you do all you can do and don't win. The only time you do all you can do and don't win is in illness, in sickness. But even then, you win because of the, what, the lessons you pass along through your legacy, your lineage. You know, it's, So I just don't believe in that. I, if I'm going to lose, I want to lose. I want to lose on my turn. I want to lose going all out. And that's, and I, you know, so as bad as I used to be looking at you like, oh, God, like just for different, I was like, this, this, I mean, what you going to say? Like, I was like, well, here's I've the been thing. My, my, other, my, others, every night and didn't know. my other secret <laughs> weapon was you because you never, you never, 
like putting no pressure on 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 me about unnecessary things. Obviously, there was always things that I could have done better. Mm. And uh, but you all, you just handled it in a way in which I could go out and win and not have to worry about my household. And I think that's another thing that maybe people don't give enough credence to. It matters who you who you're married to or oh, who you're boy. attached to. Man. Because man, and now that I know your mom so well and who she is, I know why you're the way you are as it pertains to your ability to give grace or or uh, what am I trying? To, yeah, give grace to certain issues and and just give me a shot to fail. And that don't mean you won't point out the failure. <laughs> like but it that. does mean that like look, look, <laughs> if it's a situation where we need a little bit, I got you. Just don't have me out there naked and cold. You know what I mean? Right. Take care of me. And and the rest you do what you need to do. And and I've I've always appreciated that about you. What is your most purposeful? Purposeful? I thing think I being. think so. You know, I just well, you know. So I just became the first black member of the Texas Land Title Association board. <laughs> black history. Okay. They, mean, they've been in they've been going since what, nineteen oh three? Nineteen oh eight. So one hundred and fifteen years. But here's the thing. I don't look at it like that. I look at it as more of a duty. I don't necessarily want to be that guy. Like no, 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 no. I don't, I don't make directly any more money. Being the first is never fun. Yeah. Like, you but know. But you know what I understand? It's a duty. I mean, there's some dope, there's some dope black people out here. You know, look, Najiri, London, um, Lantis, Roberts. You know, there's some black. My guys down in Anderson, Abstract, in uh in Palestine. A black, there's some dope black folks out here in this title business. Mm-hmm. And I think I just took a bunch of L's on the front end, you know, hopefully so other people don't have to. Right. But who knows? I just know that there's a path that's been cut. And I'm not the only one, I'm sure. I just don't know the others. You know, I know there's been some big fee offices, but as, as it pertains to a title agency owner, yeah, I just don't know anybody because there are none in Texas that have actually lasted. Right. Yeah. And I think longevity, there's something to longevity. So I want to make sure that as a as a black person that I give other people hope and the people that come after me are able to give, you know, the folks after them hope that they can go out here and really win this business and not just win, but thrive. And that's and that's and and you like and, and, and what I've learned just throughout this process is you can give you because you give a lot. And you try to give people game, but some people just don't want it. Some people, it's like, dude, but wait, let me. Oh, you about to hit that? Br- okay, all right. You know what I mean? Like it's and it's and some people just some people just have to hit the brick wall. It's well, like look, because they're afraid that it's not really not a brick wall over there. Like, dude, you don't see this? I know we're running out of time. I want to say this right quick, baby. I actually had somebody the other day say, "Man, don't come in here with all that preaching. You know what I mean? All that teaching stuff." Show me something specifically that's going to help my business. I said, shoot, go put that in Google. Go ask a question to Google or YouTube. It's a, it's a billion-dollar game playing on, on YouTube right now. All you got to do is go tap in and learn it. You know why you don't? Because your mindset not right. The most important thing to me in business is your mindset, how you move mentally. I'm not talking about move out here on the streets. I'm talking about how you moving through the chaos in your own mind. So I'm a big proponent of how are you thinking, you know, Metacognition, shout out to TK all day. Thinking about what you're thinking about, you know, like how are you moving mentally? So, you know, look, it's a lot in this world. We can't solve all the problems today, boo, but it's a lot in this world that, that still needs to be solved. I just know that I've been able to do what I've been able to do uh, mainly because of you, my covering. <laughs> 
you've been you've been a blessing to me and you've really helped me, you know, just kind of understand certain things. Even early on, you, you don't you'll never get probably the credit you deserve, but you pull my car and say, Hey, 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 that ain't the way you talk to somebody like that. You need to you need to give them some value first. You can't go in there expecting them to give you something. They just not gonna do it. There's no value that they get back. And so I learned how to play that game. And then I got good at it. And then I learned how to do it sincerely. Right. And uh so I'm always appreciative of the measure and level of sincerity and just graciousness that I've learned by by watching you. Thank you. So I'm expecting reward for saying those things oh, tonight. <laughs> I got you, dog. God bless. I God got bless. You. <laughs> okay, wait. So I, I can't let you get out without what would you tell your younger self? <sighs> I could cry. Slow down. You only deserve what you deserve. Success is earned. It's not given. Slow down. Johnny L. Collins II, slow down. It'll come. When I was 31 years old, you know what? You know those things that happened back then. I made a lot of money. And I tricked off a lot of money. And it wasn't even my fault. And I tried to take on more than what I could really handle. And I expected to be a $10 million guy. But I was only really about a million dollar guy. You know. Slow down. Your time is coming. That's, that's what I would teach myself. That's what I would tell myself. Your time is coming. Slow down. Smell the roses. Live in the moment. I don't even remember my 20s. I, I remember very little about my early 30s because I, I didn't take the time. I know we got married. I remember my father dying. I remember killing boys on the flag football field. And I'm, and I'm really ashamed outside of my son being, being born. That's really all I remember. Yeah. Tw- yeah. I mean. I remember my Aunt Opal died. Yeah. I rem- that's a very, that sticks out because my brother was in that crazy car wreck on the same day. Yeah. Like, but yeah, so it was, it was a lot. Um, but slow down is what you, and that's, and slow I think down. that's everybody like, uh, like what's the thing Steve Hart said, youth is wasted on the young. John McKenzie told with, me you that. pay for wisdom. You pay for wisdom with your, with your youth. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's okay. So another question, advice for people with dreams and any, what, what advice is it the same as what you just said? Or what advice do you give people that I think Denzel, are trying to build something? I think something? Denzel said it best. Denzel said a dream with no plan is just a dream. Put a pen and paper. Put your dream on paper. And then go out and find some help if you need to. Uh, making sure it comes to fruition. And if you don't have enough nuts or enough <laughs> internal fortitude to do that, do it for your kids. Do it for your legacy, your lineage, your livestock, your lifestyle. Do it for something that's bigger than you. Because I tell you all day long, I hear people talk about how their kids or their compelling reason, your kid don't mean nothing to you. That's why you're still stuck in that spot you're in. They're not, they're not enough for you to go out and really put the work behind it. Mm-hmm. You're not enough internally for you to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Find a reason. You've always been enough for me. My children have been enough for me. My, my legacy is important to me. Legacy, your legacy is super duper important to you, and I'm, I'm super appreciative of that because, you know, and, and different things motivate different people. Like you said, and you're shocked by it, and a lot of people would be shocked by this. I'm not necessarily motivated by money. Yeah. I'm not, you know what I mean? But, but At all. Yeah. <laughs> but I thing. like, I know, but I like, 
I'm motivated by what my children. I think I think a lot of us. Ah, and then you know what how money can change things for you. Mm-hmm. But that's just that's that hadn't been your story. A lot of us hadn't made any money like that, so we just didn't know. So kudos, yeah. kudos to your plight and path, and I'm thankful to be a part of it. Thank you. And I'm and I'm and I think I learned how to I did the money thing. Like, you know, again, I was doing singing, whatever, but then when I started writing, it's like that's now I've always tried to that's find like let's see, right? Like let's let's write and then go home and get the checks that way, opposed to like, I don't want to have to go and do with the thing every you got time out I of need the transaction to. game. Yeah, I got out of the transaction game. Yeah, so it just made it different. Okay, so last thing, um, we're gonna do this or that. A lot of these I will know already. Shoot, I'm ready. Okay, I've been married to him for almost 19 years, so I feel like I know everything about him. But here we go. Okay. Uh, you're going to pick which one is your favorite out of... I know how to play. This. Okay. All right, all right. I'm just saying, you know, I didn't know old men play, <laughs> play this. Or that. Okay, here we go. Uh, fishing or hunting? Both. Wait, wait a minute. That's, that's like, my answer. Wait a minute. That's my answer. Go What's to the next your favorite? One. What's your favorite? Uh, fishing. Fishing. Okay. But if you're hunting, what is your favorite thing to hunt? Pheasant. Pheasant. Okay. Football or basketball? Football. Okay. Stay up late or wake up early? Wake up early. Uh, dress up or dress down? All the way up. <laughs> me or me? Oh, that I'm right. Hey, Keep pushing. That's it. That's all I got. God bless. Yay. Thank you so much. Oh, one last question. What is your favorite cigar? My favorite cigar is a Monte Cristo Lanai. Okay. Where do you, I mean, like, what's, what's the difference between that and any other cigar? What's, the, the, diff- sm- what's it- the difference between a Rolls Royce and a, and a Bentley? Got it. It's just your preference. No, no, it's a whole lot of folks' preference. It's good. How much is a how much is a that cigar one? And the feds listening, I can't tell them. <laughs> it's a Cuban. It's it's delicious. It's a Cuban. Okay, got it. All right. Thank you, babe, for God coming. Bless. I appreciate you God so bless. much. So, um, we will see y'all next time. In the meantime, please go follow Johnny. On Instagram, he's at Johnny Collins, the number two, eight one seven. And then his business page at Community National Title. We want to help you with all your global title needs. Please feel free to let us know if you need any help. We, we're here to serve. God bless. Yes. And then follow me also on Instagram at Tony Estes. And the before the pop is at Life Before the Pop. But you can go on YouTube, follow my page on YouTube, and we'll have a special thing just for this we will see you soon or i will see you soon you he smell delicious oh thank you God bless <laughs> somebody bought that for me i ain't gonna yeah, say who he loves you bye